Thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Mini Cones. This recap covers chapters 19 to 22 of Many Cones by Steve Listina. As we turn the corner into the second half of the book, I think we should learn about people that were important in the life of Mr. Listina. Number one on that list is Angie Listina. Mrs. Listina is one of the kindest, most loving people I have ever met. She always made us feel welcome in her home. If there's anyone in Many Cones that strikes you as the type of person that would do anything for her children or her family, I have no doubt that she was the inspiration. Chapter 19 begins with Richard Sparn's mother waking early to do his laundry. She looks upon him lovingly as he sleeps. When doing his laundry, she noted the flecks of brown debris on his clothes and found an index card in his pocket. Meanwhile, Carol Lombard wakes up laying next to Ray Grandisha, who leaves her to get ready and go to his meeting. They go through the information at the meeting of the new crime scene. Again, there is nothing to indicate a motive or suspect for the murders. No one knows what many cones might mean. Grandisha decides to share the information he has with the media to see if any of the public could add to the information. He also reaches out to the Pranets, who have never heard of Zola's. Next, he heads back to Zola's and is again confused by the lack of motive at the crime scene. Finally, he goes to the fine time to have dinner with Carol Lombard. She reflects that it must have been kids who did it as they did not understand the meaning of the unattended drink at the scene. Meanwhile, back at the Sparn house, Mr. Sparn has a conversation with his wife about how different Richard has been over the last few weeks. Mrs. Sparn defends him, calling it a phase. Chapter 20 starts with Regis Kahane in court. After his day, he listens briefly to the media reports on the murders. He decides to listen to music instead. His secretary, Gina, is also reading about the crime spree and brings her paper to work. As the day ends, she decides to discuss the reports with Regis. She asks him to read the articles because something stood out to her. He didn't notice anything. She then shows him the part about many cones being shouted at the crime scene. Regis rereads the article and is startled. He calms down and calms Gina. He realizes he cannot tell anyone due to attorney-client privilege. Once Gina leaves, Kahane recalls the details of his confrontation with Ricardo Morales. He locks up, concerned about what all of this meant. He ends up at the fine time where Ray Grandisha is talking to the bartender, Ramon. As he leaves, he realizes what he needs to do next. In Chapter 21, we begin with Ray and Carol sharing an intimate moment. After sex, Ray departs for Margie's husband's funeral. At one point, he talks to Margie, who says she will be back at work the following day. At the same time, Ricardo and Richard are sharing a meal in the lunchroom at school. The students have been going about their day without any discussion of the murders. Ricardo asks Richard about his old girlfriend, Bobby. Richard tells him that Bobby will be working for them and is under instruction not to interact with them at school. They then discuss Ricardo's issues with the pregnant girl. Morales shares that he had an issue at the attorney's office and wants to get payback on Kahane's secretary. They decide to plan an attack on her without Moffat's approval. Meanwhile, Regis Kahane gives Gina the rest of the day off but does not share his concerns. Kahane writes a note and leaves for the fine time. He does not see Sparn and Morales waiting in Sparn's car outside of his office. When Gina does not appear, as she had gone home earlier in the day, 
they decide to reschedule the attack for the following day. In chapter 22, Regis Kahane is sitting at the bar at the fine time. He waits for Ramon. Grandisha walks in wearing his suit. After some time, as Grandisha walks to the foyer, Regis shakes Grandisha's hand, accepting his covert note. After waiting, he goes to the washroom to read the note. Kahane had asked to meet him outside behind the bar. After confirming Grandisha's discretion, Kahane shares what he knows about Ricardo Morales. Grandisha is intrigued by the yelling of Maricon and Morales' threats using terms like his people and us. He also noted Morales' age. Following the meeting, Grandisha starts a file on Morales and finds his home from the address he had been given. He then contemplates his next move. He leaves Morales' home 10 minutes before Sparn drives up to drop off Ricardo. That's it for now. I hope you enjoy the next installment of Many Cones.